All right, today was the fourth and final day of the Zach Simmons trial. It's, uh, again, if you've been following on the, on the first three days in an article on Guthrie News page today, but uh, Zach Simmons uh, back in October 26, 2019, uh, was uh, charged on that night for leaving the scene of a fatality accident. Uh, if you follow along on the first three days of, of this podcast, um, kind of went over what happened. Uh, Mandy Gorsuch with her wife, Jenny Gorsuch, uh, their friends, Tommy McClure and Tommy McClure's son, Josh Schroeder, uh, was the one party. The other party, uh, Zach Simmons, his then girlfriend, now wife, uh, Mallory Simmons and Louis Murillo, two separate parties. We heard from all those except for Mallory Simmons. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. We heard um, from police officers. We've heard, we've heard from... Uh, with a couple of witnesses as well. So uh, today, uh, on Monday, the final day here, it all started this morning. Eric Duvall, who was the medical examiner who um, did the autopsy on the body. The autopsy, again, the, the, the night that it happened was October 26th. At around 11.30, Mandy was pronounced uh, dead about 1.13 on the 27th. Then on 28th, there was an autopsy done. Uh, the, the doctor talked about some external injuries. Uh, there was also some in, internal injuries. Uh, the medical examiner today, hip fractures, torn lung, aorta torn, uh, pelvis fracture. Uh, the cause of death, uh, he said, was torso injuries, blunt force trauma. Um, and then the toxicology report on Mandy Gorsuch, the uh, 33-year-old who, who died, uh, had a blood alcohol content of 0.11. Uh, there was very little cross, only one question, and the state rests at 9.10 this morning. And then uh, Judge Corley asked uh, Scott Adams, the attorney for Scott Simmons, that you can call your first witness. And Scott Adams asked uh, the judge, can I have a moment? One of them talked to Zach and the other attorney, and they the, the, the defense rests. They didn't call one single witness uh, today. And so... Uh, with that, it was time for a judge to work on his final instructions, and, and he spoke with both attorneys to make sure the instructions for the juries, uh, for the jurors, were what they uh, were believed correct. And then the judge gave the instructions to the jurors. And oh, actually, I, should, I, I take that back. Um, they um, had closing arguments before all that good stuff as well. Um, I noted my notes that. Uh, Zach had a, about 12 people on his side and Mandy had about 15 family friend members on her side. It was definitely the biggest day attendance uh, wise inside the courtroom. Uh, today, first time I got to see Mallory uh, Simmons. Uh, she arrived in the courtroom at 942 after the state and after the, all the witnesses, all that stuff, all the testifying was done. And then um, other family members, including Al Simmons, uh, Zach's dad, was also in the courtroom along with his mother, I think grandmother as well. So um, just kind of go by the notes here. So at 10.06, the state had their closing, and uh, one of the assistant district attorneys talked for 16 minutes. And then Scott Adams had his chance, and he spoke for 38 plus 5. He spoke for 43 minutes during his closing. And then the state had one last time uh, in their closing statements, and they spoke for uh, 
he, uh, the second assistant district attorney spoke for 18 minutes for their closing arguments. Um, I can kind of maybe real quickly go, on, go over what the state had to do. There were six elements that the state had to prove to the jurors. And so the jurors had to hear these six things. I'm trying to find my notes here. I apologize. There were six things they had to find, six elements. Give me one second here. I'm trying to find it. Uh, coming up here in a second, I'll have the video interview with Scott Adams and also a family member of Mandy Gorsuch here in just a second. But I do want to get those six, those six elements in here. Because this is what the jurors had to had to consider. And I think that was during Carson's. Okay, found it. Sorry. So here were the six things that the jurors had to. By the way, uh, the jurors, oh, we'll go there in a second. Uh, defendant drove a vehicle. I think we, we all can check that one off. Involved in an accident. We can check that one off. Those are pretty easy. Uh, the re- the result of resulting the death of a person we can check that one, the one that uh, the two of them the last two that were probably the hardest for the jurors that needed over five hours today uh, did did the defendants uh, Zach Simmons did he willfully do it or did he maliciously do that that's what the jurors had to decide and also they ha- had to decide did he fail to stop the vehicle with someone uh, needing help. So those were the those were the elements that the state had to convince the jury. Ultimately, the jurors did not uh, find it that way. But um, I, I have a lot of notes on, on on the final statements. I don't know if you guys want to hear that or not. But um, I thought both sides did pretty good in in their in their testimony in their in a final closing. But after all that, the jurors were excused at 11.25. They had a couple questions that came down. Uh, nothing, nothing too big uh, of question-wise. And they, uh, their the decision came down at 4.40. The, family, the families come in, the attorneys come back in, and the, it, it's a real quick process. The juror comes downstairs. They sit down. The court, court clerk reads it. It was real simple. We, the people, find Zach, Zach Simmons not guilty. And that was it. Uh, judge excused them. Uh, when, the not guilt, when the not guilty verdict, you can see Zach over there uh, with his hands in his face, uh, crying, relieved. I can hear uh, family members of Zach crying. Uh, Mallory, I looked over here. She was happy, uh, crying as well, his wife. And then you can hear some, some of the uh, Mandy Gorsuch family obviously upset with the decision. Uh, in inside the courtroom, uh, I will say the jurors did a great job the entire time. They they listened to every witness. Uh, I didn't see very many nodding off or looking around like they were bored. I thought they were uh, completely uh, engaged the in, in the entire time. And there's going to be people on both sides of this deal. I'm not here to tell you uh, which side um, I would do it. I, I my my little opinion here in a second. We're going to hear from Scott Evans, the attorney for. Uh, Zach Simmons, we're also going to hear from a family member of Mandy Gorsuch, and I'll have those for you here in a second. But uh, if, 
if I was a juror and I kind of, you know, I, I didn't have a, a say in either party. I was just there listening to the facts for the first time as well. Um, we, we, there's no doubt Mandy was run over by the truck. Was it on purpose? Don't know. Did he, did he get out and see, did he look back whether he got out or not? Did he look back and see that there was chaos behind? I don't know. And there was really no hard, hard evidence to say that he knew nothing came across that 100% that he knew. And it's easy to, I, I know it's easy to get on social media and say this and say that, but if you're going to put someone in prison for 10 years, you have got to have some hard evidence for leaving the scene of a fatality accident knowingly or mis, 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 uh, uh, losing my word here, uh, willfully or maliciously uh, did it on purpose. So I didn't have that strong. It was going to be a tough case for them the entire time. I was waiting for it, waiting for it. The evidence um, by some, by most of the witnesses, they were all drinking. They were all drinking. I think all parties involved, uh, obviously they were drinking, bar hopping. They were all drinking. So uh, just a tough, tough deal. But again, as someone that I was in there for all day, I just didn't hear that one that one thing that made me go there. I had some, some thoughts of maybe what had happened, but those are just my thoughts. And you got to have, the state has to prove a bur- the burden to, tr- to, to um, do it. So um, let me, uh, let me, so I've rambled on here a little bit. I want you to hear what uh, Scott Abs, the attorney for uh, Zach Simmons had to say it. The female voice that you hear is, Caitlin Ogle at Channel 4, and then the voice, uh, you'll, you'll hear my voice as well. I think she had three questions. I think I had three questions. But I want, I want you guys to hear what Scott Adams, the attorney for Zachary Simmons, had to say. Uh, you know, it was a long, hard-fought case. Uh, you know, it's a tragedy that no, there's no winners here uh, except Zach gets to go home, which is all we were trying to accomplish. And I think the jury saw the truth in the case. Zach had no idea he was involved in an accident, and he can put this behind him and move on, and that's all that we're happy for right now. What do you think made, um, what do you think it was that made the jury believe? I think it was just showing everything that happened. I mean, it was showing the intoxication level of what was going on, that, that whenever the accident happened, Zach had no knowledge that he had run over anyone. Uh, you know, there's a number of things that, that came out, but I just think that the jury was able to take a hard look at everything, look at everything together and see that Zach certainly didn't do this on purpose, had no ill will or ill intentions at all. And it was just a tragic uh, accident, really. Do you, um, can you tell us if Zach feels any uh, remorse? Well, uh, anybody involved in a fatality accident has remorse, and certainly Zach has remorse that he was involved in this situation. It's just one of these deals that he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life, and he needs to move on, and everyone needs to put this to the side and move on with their lives. You've had some big trials in the state. You show a little emotion today as well. What, what, what was that about? Because of Zach. I've yeah. got to, you know, the last two and a half years, I've got to know Zach and his family. They're incredible people just down to earth, and 
and really with everything he's got going on in his life with his kids and everything, I wanted him to be able to spend some quality time with him. And obviously if he's in prison, that's not gonna happen. So one question I would have is we heard from everybody at the scene mm -hmm. except for Mallory. Mm -hmm. We never heard from Mallory, right. which would have been a pretty, that would get everybody that was there sure. on the stand. The state didn't call her, you didn't call state her? state didn't call her, and yeah. it's not my burden. Correct. And you know, it's like I told them in closing, that's not my burden. I didn't, if they wanted her, they could have subpoenaed her and had her here. They didn't, and I chose not to call her. I, at the time that we rested right behind them, I was of the opinion we were ahead, and there was no reason to try to rock the boat at that point in time. The longer it went, went over five hours for your side, mm -hmm. you feel better as it went on, a little bit more yeah, nervous? Yeah, anytime you have 12 people in the community trying to decide a case, you know, yeah. it, it, it's the worst part of every trial. I've done it, you know, a hundred times and every time it's horrible and I hate it, but there's nothing you can do about it. So we're just glad it's over. What happens now for Zach? Well, you know, Zach can get on with his life. I mean, he has some other issues he's got to deal with his kids and stuff like that. But, you know, he's going to get on with his life and, and be a productive member of, of here in, in Logan County. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think some exciting things will happen for Zach in the future. I'm sure Mandy's family didn't like the things they had to hear today mm -hmm. uh, throughout the entire week. Just a message to the uh, Well, the message family. to them is, you know, we truly, I, I, it's tragic, it's horrible, and, and what happened to Mandy never should have happened, and I hate it, and, and I feel sorry for them, and, I, and I, I'm, I mourn for them, and I pray for them, and I hope that they can get through this, and I certainly didn't say anything in the courtroom that I intended to hurt their feelings or to do anything to upset them. That was never my intent. Unfortunately, during a trial, a lot of things happen that people take issue with, and I understand that. That's part of the game. I've done this a long time, and I have, I've been through a lot of trials where people get upset with me. But particularly with their family, I apologize to them that all this has had to happen, that they've lost a beautiful, wonderful daughter. And I know that that's difficult for anyone. I lost a brother. I know how, how difficult that is on a family. It's devastating. But... At this point in time, the law has spoken, you know, and as difficult as it is, everyone needs to move on. Okay. Okay. And that was Scott Adams, the attorney for Zach Simmons. That's the entire interview. And um, uh, that's I'll, I'll try to make that uh, a different podcast as well if anybody wants to hear that a second time. Or you can listen to this one again as well. So those were the thoughts of Scott Adams. And uh I will say uh, Scott Adams is very, very good at what he does, and uh, I thought he did a good job. There's a few things that I, he kind of got lucky with a few times. One of the, uh, if you remember, um, and one of the things that kind of sticks out in closing arguments, and I can't take full credit for this, but someone had brought it up to me, but uh, during closing arguments, he had talked about Tommy McClure, who was with, part of the group with Mandy Gorsuch, he said that Tommy had 12 beers and couldn't couldn't write a statement, all that stuff. And he said, well, if he had 12 beers, that probably really means 24. Well, I, the state didn't bring this up in their closing part, but uh, during the interview with Lieutenant Bruning in the police interview the following day, uh, uh, Zach said he had no more than five beers. Well, if Tommy had 12, but probably 24, that, does that mean Zach had five, but probably 10? I was, I was ready for I was, and They didn't come up, but uh, that's one of the things I do remember uh, in closing uh, that kind of stood out. So that was Scott Adams. Shortly after that, uh, we were trying to 
it was, it was kind of crazy because I was I was wanting to hear from Scott Adams for sure. I was trying to get to see uh, talk to a, a jury member or two if they were willing to talk, uh, but they got out pretty pretty quick from the courthouse. Uh, probably didn't want to deal with any TV cameras or anything like that. But uh, I want to definitely talk to Scott. Then my next goal after that was to quickly go find a family member. Uh, this this family member that we're getting ready to hear from came up to us uh, and wanted to speak on camera, and uh, we weren't. Un- unable to get uh, to Mandy's uh, mom, dad, brother, if, if they were even one to talk. But uh, this, the, the, the next interview, this guy came out and seeked us and uh, wanted to give uh, his account of what happened. And, uh, and toward the end of the video, you'll hear, uh, ask me who, who he is. And I forget his name as well. I apologize. You'll hear it at the end. But uh, here is one of the family members of Mandy Gorsuch. Go ahead and tell me Go ahead. Hi, my name is Daniel Hobson. Oh, wait, if you just want to look at yes. me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Hi. Okay. Hi, my name is Daniel Hobson. I'm here at the Logan County Courthouse. And today, Zachary Simmons was found not guilty of running over a female while drinking and bar hopping. The, what I'm afraid of is the precedence that Logan County has set is that it is better to flee the scene of an accident when drinking. Do not, do not stay and render aid. Because if you do, you're automatically guilty. We never got a blood alcohol content on Zach because it was days later. But if you're a family member that has lost a loved one due to an accident, this guy goes off in Payne County a couple months later and gets a DUI while on probation. He was on probation, told not to drive, He was told not to drink specifically by the court. But since the DA was in Payne County, the same DA of Logan County, they went ahead and sent it all back here. And we got a not guilty. But if, you know, the one thing I really had a problem with in the whole trial was that the defense couldn't even say her name properly. Mandy Gorsuch, the family on a break respectfully asked him to get her name right, to treat her as a human being, and to treat her like she deserves some dignity as a human being. The family is totally distraught because what precedence does this set? I have a 22-year-old child that I'm gonna go home and tell him tonight, if you're involved in an accident and you've been drinking, or which I pray he doesn't, I tell him not to, but, but if he was, I would say flee the scene of a fatality accident. Because if you get a good attorney like Scott Adams, you will be found not guilty. Reference Paige Powell and Mariah Sanchez. Scott Adams represented them. Mariah, Paige was, Paige was in an accident. I know this is not the same case. And you'll probably edit this and can't say it. But Scott Adams represented Paige Powell, whose dad was a sheriff here. And she got probation. She never did one day in jail, even though in an accident where they found alcohol on her, but they know, he knew the judges. So sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. And Logan County has what we call the good old boy system. I have spoken with authorities, authoritarians here that say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Daniel, I apologize. Go ahead. Relation to the family. My wife is Mandy's, uh, okay, 
Sherry is Mandy's mother. My wife is Debbie. Okay. And so she was my niece. I married into the family. I am specifically wanting to speak on my disgust, not at the jurors, but at the fact that the legal system is, it's based off of money. It is better off to be a repeat offender. That's why we keep letting people go. It pads pockets. Well, isn't that fantastic? But the precedent that was set tonight was that if I go out and drink and decide to drive and I accidentally run somebody over, if I got enough money to buy a good defense like Scott Adams, who represented Paige Powell uh, in the death of Mariah Sanchez, hey, maybe I'll just do all right. From what I hear, Zach's pockets run pretty deep with his family. It's a Logan County known thing that they got pockets that run deep. I just am afraid that maybe money paid for the, def the defense of all this. We know it paid for the defense, but the fact of it is, it was pretty hands down. How do you run somebody over and not know that you hit somebody? The only time you're gonna flee the scene of something like that is if you've been drinking or if you're high on meth or coke or whatever. It was, the problem we're having is that it comes down to, if you're doing drugs or drinking and you decide to get behind the wheel, flee the scene of the accident. Do, and then plea out with a good attorney. But what you better not do is stay at the scene. And that was um, one of the family members of Mandy Gorsuch, as you can tell, uh, very, very upset. All these cases like that are like that. And so I'm sure there's a lot of emotion, as you can tell there. Um, a few things uh, from that. Uh, you know, the judge in, in this case is not from Guthrie. Uh, I think all the judges are fair judges. I, I'll say this again. The jurors spent five hours and 15 minutes up there going back and forth. There was a, there was a time that I thought for the mo for the longest time, there were going to be a split jury, a hung jury. And we're going to have to go through this entire process again. A judge set the jurors. They, the jurors made the decision. Um, and I think it's the, probably the, the right, uh, as far as the evidence was there, um, he, you know, he did say, uh, I will say this, Zach Simmons uh, is very lucky. I mean, there, there's been some charges in the past. This has come up. Uh, some other things have come up after this incident. And so this, uh, when he says, he, he's right, Zach Simmons uh, hopefully can slow down and reflect and maybe change some things um, that he's accused of. Uh, but uh, if he did stop, I'm sure this would have been a whole different deal. So um, they, you say, and I don't endorse what, what that guy says to drive off. But in this case, um, it, it does look like if uh, he drove away, he saved him um, maybe some other things as well because we don't know uh, if he stops, if, if he's drunk, if he's not drunk. He says he wasn't drunk. Of course, we don't know that. Um, if, if he... Just a lot of unknown questions, but uh, anyway, I didn't edit any of that video uh, between Scott or, or that gentleman uh, that we just heard from. So, um, again, um, uh, Scott Adams, the attorney, went after Scott, and you can kind of tell that uh, he, he had a lot of respect for Scott, um, although this one went against him. Um, but, again, the jurors made this final decision. A judge didn't. 
in, in those cases. It was it was a jury. So uh, so he said, "Good old boy system." I I'm not going to change anybody's opinion if you think it's there or not. But uh, again, a jurors jurors twelve jurors uh, seven women and five men made made that decision. So that is uh, those were the two interviews that we were able to do today. Um, the verdict uh, was announced uh, just around five o'clock today. Uh, not guilty. The judge exonerated the bond. So. He's free. He does have some other cases that that are now pending, I think, in Payne County. But um, anyway, that is what the fourth and final day of the Zach Simmons trial. So um, we'll see here real quick. Uh, I got to kind of go through some of your comments here and I will try to address them as much as I can. Uh, Judy says, Chris, I'm not accusing, but it seems like you are very familiar with Scott. Uh, nope. Uh, thanks for the question. I'd be glad. To, I don't know Scott personally. I have, uh, the only time I have seen Scott Adams is the Logan County courtroom. Maybe other times, but it's always been in a reporter, uh, attorney type deal. Uh, Scott Adams represented Lieutenant Mark Bruning when he went through the city deal, uh, the page pal deal. Uh, there's been some other cases that Scott Adams has. I, I, uh, I, I'm not going to deny it. I think Scott is one of the best trial attorneys out there. I've seen it up front and personal. Uh, the only time I've seen him lose a, a trial that I'm aware of, I'm sure he's lost some, but uh, it was the Daniel Holtz call, the Oklahoma City police officer. Uh, Scott was the attorney for them. And I'm just being honest with you. I do not know. Uh, I've never been to his law office. I've seen him. I've talked to him. I've seen him in a jury trial. I've seen him talk to witnesses. I've seen him talk to jurors. And I am 100% on base with Scott. I mean, he is a tremendous. Is he perfect? No, but um, I'm impressed when I when I watch Scott Adams. Whether uh, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that right now, but he is good at what he does. And so uh, I, yeah, that's correct, Judy. I'm I'm familiar with him in a reporter attorney type deal in a setting. So, Oh, Judy says I met Zach. So let me see here. I'm not accusing, but it seems you're familiar with Zach. Uh, uh, Judy, no, I do not know. I didn't know Zach and I've never met Zach. I'm sure the attorney, uh, the attorneys, the judges, obviously the jurors said they didn't know him. They all said they didn't know him. So, um, as far as moving this case to another county, I don't think that was um, necessary. I remember uh, Zach I, I, is from Mall Hall, and I didn't recognize any of the jurors. I didn't know any of them. Uh, you lived here your entire life. You think you would know one or two, but uh, it was a mix. There was a lot of folks from Southern Logan County in, in the juror trial. There's a couple from Crescent. So people kind of forget Logan County is getting bigger, larger and larger with population. So this happened in Guthrie. Remember, there's a lot of people in Southern Logan County. There's people in Eastern Logan County, Crescent, Coyle. Uh, Southern Logan County is huge, a uh, huge amount of people. So I honestly thought it was a fair trial with with attorneys, judges, jurors. Um, I didn't know Zach one bit, and um, I can see where the jurors came to their decision. If there's any other questions, I'll, I'll be glad to ask them as much as possible. If there was anything in closing arguments um, in there, uh, I'll give it a few more minutes here. If there's no questions, I will get on out of here and 
uh, let you guys have the rest of the night. Appreciate everyone asking the questions on, on this uh, four days of trial. Uh, just being able to get talk to you guys and just kind of going through the steps of this last deal. So anyway, I will this this will replay. I'll put this on the podcast page if everybody if anybody wants to go back and listen to what Scott Adams or uh, Mandy Gorsuch family has to say. Um. You got a question here, Misty. Ask. Oops, sorry, wrong button. Misty, ask. I, I may have overlooked it, but I didn't see the case on OSCN. I have not seen the case in a while. I know it, it was on there before the trial, Misty. Uh, let me see here, real quick. Look it up. Uh, but it should still. Uh, I don't think it'd be off that fast. Uh, if you look on C, uh, OSCN, it, it probably goes by. Uh, the full name of Zachary, not Zach, but Zachary. And um, yes, I still see it uh, charged on, on October 31st, 2019. And the final notes, the final notes, it doesn't look like the final notes have been put in there. I lied. The final notes are there. Case comes before jury trial. State appears by assistant district attorneys, Carson Turner and J.R. Kalka, defendant in person with attorney Scott Adams and Robert Gray. Robert Gray running for uh, Oklahoma County District Attorney, trying to go on the other side of the uh, of the table. Uh, let's see here. Parties announced ready to proceed. Witnesses sworn in testify. The state rests. The defendant rests. The court instructs the jury on law as it applies to the case. Closing arguments are heard. The jury retires, retires to deliberate. The jury turns with the verdict. The jury finds the defendant is not guilty. The court thanks the jury for the service. Court is adjourned. And that was just right about 5 o'clock today. So uh, it is still on there, uh, Misty, if you want to go there and find that. Jill, did I miss your opinion on closings? Did you give one? I, I really I didn't know if uh, anyone wanted to hear that. Um, I thought... Um, uh, Scott went through every single witness that the uh, that the state brought up. He went through every single one of them. Um, you know, really, all the stuff, um, extremely intoxicated, very intoxicated, fight inside, all that all that stuff inside really didn't weigh a whole lot to me, but uh, he went through all that. It was all about did he, when he took off. And we all knew there was arguments on both sides. Um, I'm going to see if there's anything... Uh, Dominic Gwynn, the only the only witness that was not related to either party, said he remembers peeling out that the, he heard the truck peeling out, and I thought Scott Adams did a good job of bringing up that uh, there were no tire marks. The state didn't show any uh, tread marks or anything uh, there uh, as far as what peeling out might be. I thought that he goes, "Where's the video of that happening?" That was not on there. Um, he tried to go after the officers a little bit. Uh, both sides kept saying, use, use your common sense, use your common sense. Um, Scott did mention, I thought I, I did write this down. He said, Zach's intention was to go into the police department. Remember he took off, uh, Mandy got hit, pulled into the police department parking spot. Uh, Scott said his intention, Zach's intention was to go into the police department, but, but, uh, 
but see someone running at him. Nobody said anything in the car. Uh, what did Zach know? Uh, uh, no conviction. So, um, really, I thought both both sides did did pretty good. Um, I did find it a little bit interesting. The uh, Carson Turner said, uh, where's the quote at? If you feel sorry for Zach, give him a year. If you feel sorry for Mandy, give him 10 years. And I know we kind of talked a little bit about that. Was that the right thing to say? Um, maybe she, they were just looking for any type of a guilty verdict. Um, but I thought both sides did well. I think by the time the closing came, I think the jurors probably understood what was going on. Uh, but both sides did a good job of of telling their story, but never did hear from the state that he knew. Uh, Zach and his Zach did, Zach did not take the stand, but remember on day three we heard his entire interview with Lieutenant Mark Brennan the day after. And I got to tell you, Zach, when he thought he had run over some toes, if you go back to the uh, Lieutenant Brennan first something he had ran over a lady's toes, and he was like, I didn't run over any toes. Uh, uh, Louis Murillo, who was in the back of the in the on the, the back seat, said he thought they had run over a curve. So there was really no no evidence in there that Zach knew knew that he had hit somebody and that he left on purpose. That was there was never it was never proven, and that's what the jurors had to do. It was going to be a tough case for that to be proven, and the jurors never heard that, and they came back with a decision that. Um, yeah, we can't put somebody in jail without any proof, without the burden of proof. It was never there. Uh, Ron Arnold, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Ron Arnold says, sorry for the family of the victim. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, you know, they were wanting justice. They lost a loved one. You know how she died, uh, you know, with the truck. And uh, it's a, a, no doubt tough deal. And, and they were obviously upset and got out of the courtroom as fast as they could today. Cat asks, so was he charged with anything at all, like negligence, or can this be appealed? Nope, it's, uh, this is over. Not guilty. That would be, uh, I think, is that double jeopardy? Help me out, law people. But uh, no, you cannot, uh, cannot be charged for another crime uh, of this event. So, um, um no murder charges. You, you know, the intent was not there. Uh, could it be manslaughter. If if it was a DUI case, you could, but memory took off, so uh, or drove off, I should say. So um, can't go manslaughter there. Um, did she run out of the vehicle in front of? You know, there's a bunch of stuff that uh, just a, a whole bunch of unknown stuff. So. All right. I don't see any more direct questions. I'll give you a few more seconds and I hope everyone has a great week. It's been kind of crazy. I can tell you the 89er stabbing uh, that took place on Saturday. Um, If you didn't get the news page notification earlier today, um, the two teens uh, were given a $500,000 bond. And they had been both taken to separate juvenile detention centers. Uh, but they were in court today. 
Uh, juvenile cases are closed off to the public. Uh, their names weren't released. Um, it, it, it appears we will not know their names. It appears they will be uh, tried as juveniles. There might be a case where one might be tried as adult. Maybe if that is, then we would have ac- the public would have access to that. But right now, um, every everything is not public on those deals. So, Rodney asked good question. Rodney, Rodney asked, could her family sue him? Yeah, I, 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 a civil case, I'm sure, could be uh, definitely could be there. We see that a lot of times. Uh, in cases, and the most knownly was probably the O.J. Simpson. He was found not guilty criminally, but uh, found guilty civilly and had to pay that. So, yeah, I would certainly think uh, her family, if they wanted to go through that process again, uh, could could sue him. I don't know uh, if that's what they want to do or not. Again, unable to talk to them today. I, obviously, they wanted to get, get out of there as soon as possible. Uh, you know, uh, Margaret, you, you, it's the name. I, I don't know if you're referring to um, that his name. I, again, I personally had never heard of Zach Simmons. Uh, none of the jurors did. None of the, uh, as far as I know, the attorneys didn't do it. If the judge did, I promise he would recuse himself. Uh, he's not from Logan County. Uh, he, he works in Logan County, but he's not from Logan County. So, um, But judges are always fair because... If that's known, that's an easy that's an easy appeal if that ever finds out there. So, um, as far as that is good concern. So, all right. Well, I appreciate everybody. Appreciate all the great compliments. You guys are are, are super kind, and I know everybody can't be inside the courtroom. So, uh, I kind of made my way in there every day so I can come and report to you guys because I know you can't be there. You can't be at all these meetings. So I feel like I can be the in-between guy to help relay all that information. Hopefully I did it a little bit well. And if you have any more questions, you can be sure to uh, message me on Facebook or message uh, Guthrie's page and any certain questions I'll be glad to ask that if I can. So I appreciate all the great compliments, all the stars, and I promise all those stars will go to uh, continuing to make these video productions better with equipment and all that good stuff. So I appreciate everybody, and I hope everyone has a great week, and hopefully things can slow down here a little bit in Guthrie. Remember, this happens in every, these things happen in towns all over America uh, Guthrie is not the exception to any of that. And Guthrie is a great place to live. I know some people will disagree and say all that, all that stuff, negative stuff about Guthrie. It's just the way the world is. People are going to have opinions on different stuff. Um, and we all differ. And ain't that a good thing that we all differ, but I love Guthrie. Uh, there are bad things that happen in Guthrie, but, uh, that doesn't mean one or two or three bad people make up the rest of the, uh, of what Guthrie really is. And, uh, you know, I, I hear, I get to hear a whole, I get to hear both sides all the time. I, you know, I listen to everybody's opinion. I'm not going to change anybody's opinion, but you know, I, I see that opinion, especially when it comes to water, you know, Guthrie water, Guthrie water. Well, Shawnee has water problems and all this stuff. So I will get off, I'll get off that soapbox. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I do love Guthrie and I hope everyone does too. And, uh, just remember couple of bad people don't make uh, a town. So have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. So long.